0: Hey everyone, this is Osama DeHood here with the Forty Forty Vision Podcast, the Sports History Podcast where hindsight is forty forty. Uh, thank you for for joining here. And every Monday we do uh, new episodes, and on Thursdays we do shorts. So please uh, subscribe and let me get into today's episode, which is about John Jones, the the goat of MMA. He's back after a three year layoff. And I want to talk a bit about his career. I want to talk about his impact on MMA, why this is a big deal, uh, his resume, some of my memories of John Jones, some of his troubles and kind of the the bigger picture. So it's been three years. He had some back and forth with the UFC about contracts and things like that. But ultimately he's making his heavyweight debut against Gerald Ghan. And it's a little surprising that he's gotten this point at heavyweight, he won the championship very young in his, in his early 20s. And it was always discussed that at some point he'd move up to heavyweight because he would grow into his body. Uh, we just didn't know that it would be at 35 years old. Um, but I mean, this is a big deal. This is, you can make it a really strong argument, the greatest of all time in mixed martial arts. You have your Anderson Silva's of the world, George St. Pierre, Fader Emelianenko Demetrius Johnson, like there are some great great Khabib, some great fighters, uh, and to me, John Jones is probably the greatest of them all and I mean Anderson Silva had a peak that was really close. George St Pierre definitely had a run where he was very dominant. I look at John Jones and I, I just see the the full package in terms of generational fighters John Jones is in, the, in the MMA, considering it hasn't been around that long, at this with this popularity, kind of a once in a lifetime fighter. In terms of just purely fighting, like he's had some troubles, but let's keep it on on the sport. He's been nothing short of legendary. He's Floyd Mayweather. He's Muhammad Ali. He's Jordan. He's the guy that, in the big moment, he shows up and everyone watches and he delivers every single time. And there have been guys that have come to prominence a little bit during his run on the, on the second half of the layoff, before the layoff, and while he's been out of the spotlight. And I still think these guys today that are champions can't hold a candle to him. You know, Usman, Volkanovski, Adesanya, these are amazing fighters. I look at John Jones, and it's not just who he beat. I mean, it's how he did it consistently. It takes a long time to, to get to where John Jones is at. In, in terms of like impact on the sport of MMA, I mean, we love, as spectators of sport, we love dynasties, the Patriots, the Celtics, the Bulls, the Warriors, UCLA basketball. With Anderson Silva and GSP, in in the late two thousands, and in maybe early twenty tens, kind of entering the back half of their careers, the UFC needed a second coming of of that kind of dynastic excellence, and John Jones filled that void so quickly. It was like just in a flash, he was at the top of the sport, um, and I think it just it's it's a tribute to. Uh, just the way he fights, his fighting style. He he has this incredible wrestling. He was a state champion. He had this length that for a light heavyweight was to, it looked natural to him. It was really hard to get inside uh because of his reach. It was he was he's impossible to dominate. I mean during his fights he's like an AI. He has this amazing fight IQ with this huge amazing just ability to be adaptable on the fly and find the pressure point during fights he can change his game plan he does random stuff like axe kicks and leg stabs he messes with opponents he looks for any way to do damage he starts the fight kind of crawling like a spider you know he, john jones you look at the way he won his fights I don't think John Jones, you can just call him an MMA fighter. I think he's a violent machine in the way he approaches the sport of mixed martial arts. He was also into mind games. He still is now. If you look at the build up to this fight, he watches his opponent's interviews. He watches their fight tape. He watches their training videos, the previews, looking for whatever ammo he could find and fire back with a comment or and he's at this point in his career very much earned that entitlement Um, but given that he won the title at such a young age you know he was a millennial amongst a slightly older generation of guys and some of those older guys like chuck liddell and shogun hua and rashad evans a little bit older not uh, as much of an online presence as John Jones, he's a millennial. I I think that that all of that can made it interesting to see him talk about, um, Daniel Cormier and how hateful that looked. (laughs) It was probably the most hateful of them all. Uh, looking back at like my first memory of John Jones, I remember him fighting. Matt Hamill, who was a good, like wrestling prospect and I don't say this very often, to be honest, people say this a lot, but he really did just beat the shit out of Matt Hamill. Uh, He was dragging him around like a rag doll and on the ground, just going to town with elbow after elbow. And he was disqualified because he got really overexcited and he's throwing elbows like a stab at a dangerous angle. And he got disqualified and he got up off Matt Hamill, who was laying there in a pool of blood on his face. And it was one disqualification that you look at and you're like, yeah, I mean he he was going to win that fight. I, I think anyone, that, no one looks at that loss as a legitimate loss on his record. And he just continued to dominate. Uh, I remember when he got the shot to fight uh, Shogun Hua. Rashad Evans pulled out of the fight due to an injury, and I think he it was only a month after his fight against Ryan Bader. He's in the cage and Shogun at the time was, I, I did a short on him at the top of the sport. And we're like, okay, I mean, this kid is the run has been good. Is he really going to pull this off? And he dominated Shogun and he made it look so easy. You know, I was in shock at how quickly John Jones was just, he's fighting Matt Hamill in December of 2009. And then two years later, he's at the top of the sport and he fights Rampage Jackson, Leonardo Machida, Rashad Evans, Vitor Belfort, and he made all of those look easy. And those were tough opponents, like, but he, there was no doubt during those fights that he was going to lose them. There was no way he was always going to win. He did get pushed to the brink by Alexander Gustafson in their first fight. I think every great fighter has their kind of come to Jesus moment where they're pushed to the brink, and those two guys fought damn near to the death. You hear like about Ali versus Frazier three Thrilla and Manila in the Philippines in the seventies. It's humid, it's hot. the fight was fifteen rounds, and Muhammad Ali said that that was the closest he ever felt to death and I think that's how John Jones felt about this fight he these guys went to the hospital right after the fight. It's considered arguably the greatest fight in UFC history, just because of the high level of striking and competition in that fight. And he, he continued from there. And I think that although that was his, the best fight to watch, his greatest accomplishment is beating Daniel Cormier twice. Daniel Cormier, Olympic wrestler, took him down. Had never been taken down before. John Jones fights Daniel Cormier and he takes him down. And I think he, the first fight, uh, he was stripped because of the cocaine violation. The second fight was a no contest because of the, the, the steroid substance that was caught in a system that was later, uh, nullified by the athletic state commission. I thought that that would be the end of the, of the line with Daniel Cormier. And because Daniel Cormier was a heavyweight, And he didn't fight at heavyweight because his buddy, Ken Velasquez was fighting in heavyweight. And some of these guys in the same camp, they just don't do that. It's like an unwritten rule. If you train together, you don't fight together. So he lost as big as he was, lost a lot of weight to fight at light heavyweight. And he wanted the, the crown and John Jones wouldn't let him. And I thought that that was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen in the history of MMA, that he was able to beat Daniel Cormier like that. It's just so competitive. Um, he's had some trouble though. Although his resume is amazing. Uh, some of these fight, these great fighters, they have their moments like Tyson Fury beat Vladimir Klitschko to win the heavyweight title almost 10 years ago. And he said that he didn't feel like he had reached the top of the sport. It didn't feel like how he thought it would felt when he got there. And he went into this deep depression and the cocaine addiction, and he put on a hundred pounds before he came back and fought Deontay Wilder a bunch of times. And John Jones, it's kind of hard to say, like he was cleared of wrongdoing for any PEDs. The only banned substance he's tested positive for is cocaine. It's, and it's surprising because he continued to perform at a high level, even though he had these lapses in discipline. It's just really shocking. Um, I think that if he wasn't cleared by the Athletic State Commission, I don't think we would be we'd be excited to see him, but I don't think we'd have the same level of excitement given that he would be labeled as a cheater. and that's just not the case. He's not considered a cheater. He's done some bad things. There's the domestic violence issue. There was he hit he was a hit and run with a pregnant woman. I mean, he's done some dumb, terrible things that are a tarnish on his legacy. He does have some of that in him. When it comes to purely fighting, I can separate the art from the artist. Um, just talking about the pure science of, of what he does in the octagon. So moving up to heavyweight, this is a big deal for John Jones, uh, the goat of the sport, it's another opportunity to add to his legacy. He's got a Tom Brady moment here where he can have a second hall of fame career if he can win the heavyweight title and if there's anything we've learned about John Jones like he's up to the task there is no challenge too great for him he's simply the best that's the episode i hope you enjoyed please subscribe please download please share all of the above we really appreciate it apple spotify overcast wherever you get podcasts uh these shorts come out every almost every thursday we try Uh, and Mondays we have new episodes all the time and our podcast is evergreen. There's a lot of good stuff we've done in the past, like what if super hypothetical fan fiction stuff for teams like the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Raiders, the Buffalo bills, we've done the, the golden state warriors. Uh, we've done a couple of look backs on, on, on eras and legacies interviews with, uh, Mohsen Kaysen, who's a professional boxer. A uh, development staff manager for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, so go back and check all that out. It doesn't get old when you go back and, and, and listen to it. Um, I hope this does it either. Again, I appreciate you for listening. Thank you very much and we'll see you next time.